0: FM Rewind,
1: File 88.1. Area code. Linda Gute, Polo joins us on the line. Hi, Linda Gute, how are you? Hello, dear Lillo. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for joining us um, in this conversation. I mean, these allegations put against PADCO are quite big allegations, right? Saying that um, PADCO, you know, um, has, you know, disrespected the workers in one way, more than one. And they're calling on, you know, NUMSA is calling on commuters to boycott, um, you know, PADCO services for, you know, the war that it has waged or allegedly waged um, against the workers. Where does PADCO stand on this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, as Patco, we must first contextualize that this matter is arising from the 2022 uh, September illegal strike. Uh, So following that strike after the Section 150 agreement where the CCMA facilitated negotiations between the company and the uh, uh, labor unions, we came to a decision that we would put on paid suspension these uh, workers. There were about 130 or so of them, but right now we're sitting at around 120 because some had been dismissed for other transgressions. Some have left the company finding other uh, employment opportunities. But the long and short of it is that uh, NUMSA's allegations comes at the back of uh, the employer amending uh, the conditions of suspension to say that workers must uh, report to designated company facilities for the duration of their working hours. And the reason the company decided this is because what we found was that other workers had taken up secondary employment. So they were working for other companies and when they were working for other companies, they did not resign. So they were being paid in other companies and at PADCO. The other one is that they were not attending the Section 188A CCMA inquiry into whether they should be dismissed to the company or not, which was delaying that other process. So it's all of these issues that We said we're going to bring them back into our facilities. Now, the allegations from NUMSA in terms of saying we are mistreating them or waging a war against them really stems from the fact that they want workers to be on paid suspension and stay at home. And it's quite important to emphasize that when you are on paid suspension, it is at the discretion and at the right of the employer to decide the terms of your suspension. And in this case... We decided that we want them back at work. We want them to be able to be stationed without rendering any services for the duration of their working hours. They are allowed to go out during lunchtime, but they need to come back and then stay until the end of the day when their working hours lapse. So it's that gripe really, Numsa that it has a problem with. They, they, they want their workers to stay at home, get paid for doing nothing. So that, that's really where the crux of the matter starts.
1: I want to know then what is the problem then with you know um, giving the workers the the six percent wage increases um, in mm. which they had you know um, wanted I think about two years ago.
0: Yeah. Look, the, the, when, when, uh, when uh, COVID-19 hit the country, as you would know, in 2022, when the Bargaining Council decided that we need to increase salaries by 6%, uh, we had applied then for an exemption not to pay salary increases because of the financial implication of COVID-19. At the time, the illegal strike started in 2022 September. Uh, the matter was before the Labour Court, uh, meaning that uh, we were going to wait for a verdict from the Labour Court to say that were we, we on the right in terms of uh, applying for that exemption and not paying the 6% increase or not. Now, in the absence of that matter being had by the Labour Court, that matter was still pending, and therefore we could not move in terms of whether we should pay or not pay. Remember, we're speaking about implications of COVID-19. So well, basically, what had happened after the Section 150 agreement was that we had then decided that we are going to pay. Uh, the six percent were going to pay, even the bonuses of that year. And as I speak to you, that all of that has been settled. I think by last year, uh, June, it's so for June 2023. All of these workers had been paid the six percent that they were fighting for, and the bonuses. But again, the real conception now, or the real confusion, comes from the fact that NUMSA is continuing to perpetuate all of these things, portraying as if that thing hasn't been settled, those monies, and all of those bonuses haven't been paid because there are. Again is to win public sympathy, is to uh, tarnish the name of Part so that they gain some form of they they some form of support. From employees that are standing uh, basically in the CCMA process, charged with misconduct, intimidating people, death threats to the people that are prosecuting them, removing people from their offices. So that is the kind of conduct really that part, that part did not want, and that is why we find ourselves here. But for NUMSA, they have not recognised all of these things. They believe that uh, they are members are holier than thou. They should not be prosecuted, and by all means necessary, they are trying to protect them. They are, of course, grievance resolution process. Is available. You look at the fact that they can go to the CCMA, the Bargaining Council, they can go to the Labour Court. They have not explored that. In fact, they've resorted into this theatrics, public theatrics, because they know they do not have a leg to stand on. So NUMSA is doing all it can to just galvanize public sympathy, but they know that we are on the right as a company and that we are continuing with the legal processes. But from their side, they are desperately just trying to protect a cohort of workers that, according to us, should not be uh, considered for employment in places if their behavior is to uh, uh, forcefully and violently uh, conduct themselves. So that is what we are saying as a company, to say that we are still going to be steadfast in terms of proceeding with the legal uh, requirements with the CCMA inquiry, but we are not going to give in to this public theatric, uh, this modus operandi by NUMSA to tarnish the name of PACO, all in the name of bringing a cohort of workers that have conducted gross misconduct.
1: According to an article by Ivy and Jim, um, almost Mm -hmm. every month employees at Padco are experiencing unlawful deductions, right? We have reports, Mm -hmm. or they said that they have reports where some members have been paid amounts um, of, or short amounts rather, um, of uh, 3,000 or in some cases 6,000. And when workers inquire about these deductions, Padco management is unable to adequately explain why the the deductions have occurred. And if they do explain, they hide, according to them, the lie that the workers were. Sick and refuse to supply an affidavit to confirm the type of sickness that they had had before, and they don't go into the full pay. How true is that? Very much incorrect. In fact, there are two
0: simple explanations for that. First of all, some of the employees did not get paid for days; they were absent. Uh, the reason behind this is we, we said as a company, when we received uh, signals that would uh, be for a long or extended period of time, we then realized that there's a patch in here that we're seeing, and we started investigating the validity of these medical certificates. What the company uncovered was that there were fraudulent certificates that were submitted by these employees, all in the name of staying away from the premises with which they are supposed to report. What we further realized was that when we called some of these practitioners, because just an ordinary person, like I'm speaking to you, who, when you call, they say, hi, looking for a medical certificate. Okay, what do you want your sickness to be? Or how long do you want to be off work? Okay, I've populated this document. I'll send you the medical certificate just send me the money and then i'll send you it so it has blatant that the discovery of the company led to a decision where we said we're going to uh, come up with and implement a verification process for medical certificates that verification process basically says that if you come and you have a sick note, we're not just going to take that anymore. We're going to give you papers where that medical practitioner will have to fill up the details that were are required by the company to prove that, in fact, you had a, a visited a, an accredited a, a practitioner, and therefore, after that, we're able then to process the payments. Failure to do so, then you are not going to be paid for that particular day. And this is all because we've been receiving a number of uh, fraudulent medical certificates. Even other suspended workers have been uh, dismissed because of this thing. Now, the second one, there was a deduction that was done at at the beginning of this year, January 2024. So what companies typically do, you know that in December time, when you go towards the festive season, they pay in advance even before the worker would would be able to work the duration of December because that is the norm with companies. want people to be comfortable during their holiday and downtime. But what had happened then was that when we realized that there were employees that were absent without authorization or approved sick leave, we were then able to make corrections to that on the January payroll. So December you would be paid in full, irrespective of the fact that you had banked work or any, or you had not shown up for work. But in January, the correction then is made in the payroll to say that because we could not detect in December to, to the advance payment, in January we're going to correct all of those. We have a spreadsheet, we have the proof, we have registers that we use these things that the workers would be signing uh, uh, when they get to work. And all of this is privy to NUMSA, to NUMSA. Every time the workers are uh, Uh, come to work, they sign the register and were able to share all of those registers. But again, it's the peddling and perpetuation of life to try and galvanize the support of the public. Then if we did something wrong, for example, this uh, issue of the sick leave, they referred to it to the CCMA, but uh, uh, the CCMA had put it on another process. But this other one of saying was deducting money and to They have not referred it to any, uh, 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 any legal avenue, showing you that they know exactly what the employees are doing. They know exactly the reasons behind it, but in the public eye, They'll always then be peddling the lines of saying the monies are being rejected and duly, And Mm. all of this we understand as a company. We've seen how UNUMSA operates. And at the end of the day, I think personally myself, one of these good days we must then talk about how unions collapse companies, all in the name of saying that they are protecting workers. But what is at stake again here is that they are trying to collapse uh, uh, Patco. are trying to put it in disrepute. But what is going to happen to the workers that are not in part of this process? We have 85 members of NUMSA that are faced with this Lindo. CMA inquiry, and uh, they are sacrificing the rest of the workers because they want to protect this cohort of workers. So, we are um, not going to allow it, as part. We are going to venture on into ma- in terms of the legal avenues.
1: Thank you so much for engaging with us in this conversation. I mean, um, you, have play- you have clearly, you know, played out and mm-hmm. laid out, you know, Patco's case. Um, and part cause part in this. And so we are hoping that um, in the future we can even hear much more of how this matter will be resolved. Thank you so much for engaging with us. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And that is a conversation that we just wrapped up with Linda Gukhekulu, who is this Parkour 파- spokesperson who speaks to us, or who just spoke to us, rather, about, you know, some of the allegations which have been put up by NUMSA uh, against, you know, PADCO, um, saying that, you know, it is unfairly treating um, its workers, and he's calling on um, commuters to boycott Parko. <Pad3> Area code. FM Rewind. File 88.1.